Hey, welcome to Genuine Games, a space that encourages you to make physical and mental gains through wellness practices that feel true to you. I'm Meredith, and I'm passionate about all aspects of health. So on the show, you can expect to hear me talk about physical health, mental health, and everything in between, all in hopes of helping you to find yourself, go against society's expectations, and ultimately make your health a priority. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am re-recording part of this because I was re-listening to myself, and when I first started this episode, I sounded so depressed. And I mean, I'm not that depressed right now because I'm leaving for a trip, so (laughs) I would hope I'm not that depressed, but I am very tired because I've spent the whole day packing and that is probably coming through in my voice. So I just want to put that out there from the beginning this time. I am fine. I just probably sound like I'm not. And that's me being genuine. I'm still very excited for this episode. I'm very excited about this topic and very passionate about it, honestly, because it's something I've struggled with so much in my life and in my fitness journey. So I'm passionate, don't worry. I'm just also a little tired right now, but I wanted to get this episode up because I'm committed to genuine gains and I'm committed to being on my schedule. So we are here and I'm happy to be here. I feel like I have to be overly enthusiastic now because I just got so let down by myself when I re-listened to the first five minutes that I recorded, but that's okay. You guys are going to listen to a better recording now, so you don't even have to worry about that. I want to hop right into today's topic because, like I said, very passionate about it, and I think it goes perfectly off of last week's episode because I am in this little fitness mini-series right now, you might say, where essentially I am going through different things that I wish I would have known when I started my physical health journey, fitness journey, and some tips and tricks to hopefully help you wherever you're at in your fitness journey to plan your workouts, to make sure that you kind of know what you're doing. And as I'm talking about in today's episode, find the confidence to really take on your fitness journey and be in the driver's seat and not the passenger seat. So I think this episode is really, really important. Whether you're new or you've been at it for a while, I think we can all relate to the sense of going to the gym or trying a new activity and just not feeling the most confident in ourselves, feeling a lot of self-doubt, feeling very self-conscious, feeling like everyone's watching or judging us. I think a lot of us feel that in general, but in a fitness setting, that can be really amplified because it can feel so much more personal and focused on things like appearances and you know, it's a vulnerable environment to be in. And so I just wanted to first off share that if you've ever felt like that, please know that it is extremely normal. I have been going to the gym for years, doing a variety of things, and I still feel it all the time. So I'm not sitting here pretending like I've figured out all of the answers to finding confidence in your physical health journey, but I have learned a few things along the way that have helped me push through all of the uncomfortable thoughts that my mind likes to give me when I am exercising or doing anything that feels just different. So 
And by the way, hopefully they can apply to you whether you are brand new to the gym or working out or you've been at it for a long time. Like I said, I think we all can be susceptible to feelings of self-doubt and fears of judgment and things like that. So my number one tip for finding confidence in the gym, whether you've been going for years or this is your first time, do not feel like you have to go into every workout or your first workout feeling like you have to go all in. And this is for your first time ever, and it's for people who have been going for a long time. I feel like we all get into this cycle of like, okay, going to the gym, doing this this day, and we just kind of expect ourselves to treat every workout like a full-blown workout. And I think having that discipline is great. I'm going to do another episode all about discipline because I think that's very important. But you don't always have to go into every single workout thinking, I'm giving this 100% today. This is my everything. I have to do perfectly, blah, blah, blah. Because that's unhealthy and unsustainable. I have learned from experience. But especially when you feel a lack of self-confidence, putting these high expectations on yourself when you go to the gym or a workout class or whatever it may be only makes your confidence issues worse. Because you are going to be, unfortunately, just putting expectations on yourself that you cannot meet in your current state of mind. And I think the best thing you can do for yourself before you go to the gym, before you work out, really every single time, is to do a mental check-in. See where your mind is at before you go work out. Because if you're not in the right headspace, if you have all of the self-doubt going on, if you are feeling insecure about yourself, then you are just not going to have the highest quality workout that you could. And knowing that and accepting that is sometimes the best thing you can do. I know there are a lot of ways to get over that. And hopefully with these confidence tips, you won't go into as many workouts with this feeling of uncertainty and insecurity. But if you do have those feelings, sometimes it's best to just acknowledge them and go into that workout knowing Like, hey, I'm not feeling my best right now. Let me be kind to myself and do what I can when I'm at the gym today. Especially if it is your first time going to a gym or doing a certain kind of workout, I think one of the best things you can do is to have one or maybe even a few kind of test runs. So instead of going to the gym with this expectation that you're going to get this great workout and do all the things, Just go with the purpose of observing and maybe trying a few things, but more so just getting a lay of the land and a feel for the environment. So this is something I love to do anytime I go to a new gym or even a workout class. I will take my first time there to literally go walk on the treadmill and look around get a feel for where everything is, what kinds of equipment they have, and also, just as importantly, kind of get a feel for the people and what the vibe is because I think every gym has a unique culture. And of course, you're going to see all kinds of people at every gym, but I think you'll definitely start to get a feel for, okay, is this a younger crowd, older crowd? Maybe it depends on the time of day too, but just kind of look around, see what kinds of people are there, and also how they interact with each other, if at all. Because some gyms, you'll find everyone's talking to each other, everyone knows each other, and it's a lot of socializing. And other gyms, you'll find that people are very independent and individual and focused on their workout. And 
I'm not saying one is better than the other, but it's good to have a feeling for that when you go in so you can kind of prepare yourself for whatever the environment might be. And also just, you know, take some time to breathe and be in the space without necessarily feeling like you have to be doing something every single second um, and that people are watching you. Because if you're on a treadmill just observing, chances are nobody's really going to give you the time of day because being on a treadmill is probably the most normal thing you can do in a gym. And even if you're looking around, like no one's gonna be judging you for that. So if they are, that's a different story. Um, but that's probably one of the safest places you can go. You can also just walk around and look around, but I find that for myself and I know a lot of other people, sometimes that can feel a little awkward, especially if you're not actually going to be using any of the equipment. You're just kind of looking at it and kind of staring at people working out. You might feel a little weird about that. So sometimes just doing it from a treadmill, a cardio machine that kind of gives you that bird's eye view is nice. And that's assuming that you can see the gym or environment from that machine. If not, then yeah, you might have to walk around a little bit and suck it up and just pretend like you're looking for a very specific thing when you're really just, you know, looking around. (laughs) That's what I do at least. So if that feels uncomfortable to you to just go to a gym or go to a workout class without necessarily having that expectation of going all in on a workout, then maybe challenge yourself a little bit each time. Like, you know, each time you go to the gym, try one new machine, one new exercise, one new part of the gym, or maybe it's a time thing. Like if it makes you feel better to have some sort of goal to say you achieved something, maybe that goal can be like, I'm going to stay here 30 minutes today. Even if I don't, you know, do all the machines and all the workouts, I am going to stay in this gym and not leave and prove to myself that I can be here and take up space here. That can be really helpful too. So whatever you do, I think biggest point I'm trying to hit here right off the bat is just that not every workout and especially not your first workouts have to be gone into with this mindset of all or nothing. You can and should take time to adjust and ease yourself into any new environment. And even if you've been going to the same place for a long time, sometimes it's great to just take a step back, do a reset, and make sure that you're in the right mindset about your workouts and are not getting into this unhealthy place where you're putting too many expectations on yourself. All of this, I think, can help with our confidence because we can feel a little bit more in control of our surroundings and we can also be a lot more clear with how we're actually feeling when we take the time to listen to our nerves, listen to our anxieties and insecurities and actually allow ourselves to take a step back from what we think we need to do. So that was kind of a lot and I said that I wasn't going to ramble and here we are rambling. So I'm going straight to number two. And this tip is more, again, for people who are newer, people who are just starting their fitness journey and might be new to the gym or workout classes and feel maybe intimidated by the number of people or the size of the space they're going to. I'd say if that's you, there are so many ways that you can start your fitness journey in a smaller environment. I think a lot of people assume that when they work out, they have to go to a huge gym or a crazy workout class, and these can be great, don't get me wrong, I do it, but if you are worried about 
people's judgments or opinions or having to socialize with people, you can still get a great workout and learn the fundamentals of whatever it is you want to do in a smaller environment without so many people there watching you right off the bat. So I started my fitness journey doing a bunch of at-home workouts. I would watch all of these YouTube videos. I had a few sets of dumbbells, a yoga mat. I literally was in my college dorm doing these because I was too scared to go into my school's gym because I had so much self-doubt and felt like I didn't belong there. And so my way of getting my workouts in was to go into my tiny little dorm room every night and turn on a YouTube video and just work out by myself without having to worry about anyone else watching me. (laughs) And I think that honestly built up my confidence so much because I found myself learning a ton from these videos. I started to learn how certain things felt. I started to learn form tips. I started to just get a feel for what exercises were and what I liked and what I didn't like, which is super important to find. And I think that's a great way to do it. I also think just going to a smaller gym, I still go to my apartment gym quite frequently when I just want a smaller environment without as many people. And especially if I'm like trying something new that I haven't done before, I kind of like to test it out in my apartment gym because yeah, I still get scared that people at a bigger gym are going to see me and judge me for whatever I'm doing. So that can feel nice. Um, I think also just watching videos, reading articles and educating yourself on whatever kind of workout it is that you're wanting to do is a great confidence booster because if you prepare yourself with education, then you are 100% more likely to go into that environment feeling more confident because you at least kind of know a few things um, from hopefully reputable sources and are not just going in, you know, hoping to figure it out on your own. I think, yeah, unfortunately with exercise, a lot of learning does happen by doing it because you're never really going to know how something feels or you know, whether you like something or not until you actually try it. But if you're really struggling with the confidence, definitely take your time learning, reading up on things, watching videos and doing workouts in smaller, more controlled environments before moving into something bigger and scarier. So that's my second tip. I also think it's great, even if you're more experienced, to take a step back again every once in a while. Do an at-home workout do something in a smaller gym, like just switch it up, see how it feels and get back to who you are and how you feel. Because I think when you're alone working out or there are not as many people around, you really are more tuned in with yourself sometimes because you don't have all of those outside distractions and all of that stimulus around you, like trying to take away your attention. It's just you. And sometimes that can be really, really helpful, especially if we've been in a very stimulated environment for a long time working out to get back to ourselves and actually ask ourselves like, okay, how am I feeling when I do this? How is my form? Things like that can be really, really helpful for anyone. So again, I'm trying to make all of these tips relevant both for people who are new and people who are more experienced in the gym or working out. All right, number three. So I talked a little bit about how I think it's helpful to go in for some test runs when you first start a new exercise plan or going to the gym. But when you do start, I guess, going for real and really going to work out at whatever intensity 
you deem appropriate based on how you're feeling that day. I recommend not only should you go in with a plan, but you should go in with a backup plan as well, especially if you're going to a gym where you're doing your own workout. A group fitness class, this doesn't really apply as much. Of course, you can go in with an idea of how hard you want to go and know that, you know, you can scale it back if the class is too intense. But this is more if you're going to work out on your own and you're really in charge of what you're doing, then it's really, really important to have a plan of what exercises you're planning to do, how long you're planning to be at the gym, and even what order you're planning to do things in. I mean, I think I have found this so important in lifting weights. When I go to do a strength workout, I have to go in with a plan of what exercises I want to do because let's be real, the gyms are usually huge. There are so many different machines and weights and exercises that you can do when it comes to lifting. And that's really exciting. That's something I love about it. But if you don't have any plan of what you're going to do before you walk in, then you can end up wasting a lot of time in the gym. You can end up, you know, not getting as effective of a workout because you're kind of just mashing whatever workouts together that you can, you know, find access to. And you're also just going to really struggle more with your confidence because you are probably going to be wandering around the gym, looking around, standing around, and doing things that maybe you were not super prepared to do when you walked into that gym uh, at the beginning. And all of those things can kind of interfere with your confidence and just kind of get you in a weird headspace, I guess. That's at least what I've found when I go in without a plan. And I know that when I go in with a plan, I have thought it through and I understand how the exercises are going to work together to help me achieve my goals. And if I get through all of them, I can walk out knowing, okay, I just had a great workout and I didn't waste too much time because I went from one thing to another. I knew exactly what I wanted to do and it worked out. Now, of course, I make that sound really easy. It's not always going to be that easy because even when you have a plan, inevitably, you are not going to have all the access to all of the things you want all of the time. I have had to switch around my exercises, the order, even the exercises themselves. I've had to basically rewrite my entire plan after I'm already at the gym because of whatever reason. A lot of times it's just simply there are other people there (laughs) and sometimes I'll go to the gym. It's super crowded and everything I want to use is being used and no matter how long I wait it seems like other things are getting picked up and I'm not able to get what I want and so I end up sometimes having to just think of new things on the spot and I don't really like having to do that either. That is something that affects my confidence for sure because There's nothing worse than going into the gym with this really nice plan that you've laid out only to find that you can't complete your plan. This, again, it can be because of people using your equipment. It can also be because people come up and talk to you, especially if it's a more social gym. You might have friends there. You might know people and get stuck in conversations that definitely inhibit you from working out like you planned to. Um you know, you can go in and suddenly start feeling really bad. Like I've gone in before and I just physically don't feel very well. And I have this great plan, but 
my body is not able to complete the plan like I want it to. There can be all kinds of things that get in the way, and that's why I say it's so important to have at least an idea of a backup plan before you go in as well. So sometimes what I like to do, and this sounds really extra, but I promise you, you will thank yourself if you do it. If you're going in to lift weights, for example, that's what I'm going to use because that's what I do a lot. I will have my plan of my priority. So I would love to get these exercises done in this order. But for each exercise or sometimes just the workout in general, I'll have a list of backup exercises. So I'll say, you know, if I can't get to this, I'll do this instead. Or if I have to change up the order, you know, I'll do this one before this one and it'll be fine. But I will at least have a few different options. The backup plan usually is not as strict and rigid as my first plan, but I will have options in there for myself so that if I get into that situation, I can be like, okay, I can pivot. I have something written down that I can do instead. And, you know, still, if there are going to be times when even your backup plan doesn't go according to plan, that's just life. But to keep your confidence, you know, at least somewhat stable, I think having a plan and having a backup plan are very good ideas when you go in the gym. And as far as keeping track of your plan goes, this is something I want to talk about more too in a future episode. Um, I think tracking your workouts is super important and can definitely help with confidence a lot, actually. So maybe that's a better topic for this episode. But I honestly, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to plan and track exercises. I do it in my notes app. I know that's probably kind of basic and I know a lot of people use these very nice templates. They use Excel, they use Notion, they use these apps and you know, whatever works for you, go for it. Some people I see at the gym using pen and paper. They will bring out their notebook and write it down. Honestly, whatever whatever works. Um I use my notes app and I've been keeping track of my workouts since the end of 2021. So it's been almost two years. Uh, and it's really actually a huge confidence boost to go back and look at my earlier workouts to see how far I've come. So I would actually recommend that as a confidence tip. If you are not already tracking your workouts somewhere, start doing it now and be really intentional about it because it helps so much from a planning perspective and it helps when you write down everything and when you write down like how much weight you're able to lift for example you can go back and look months down the line and see wow i've actually come really far you can see the evidence on paper which is great because i know a lot of us our minds don't like to tell us that we've come far we are always finding fault with ourselves so seeing that physical evidence of what we've been able to achieve can be really inspiring as well so there's a little bonus tip for you okay i'm rambling a lot again so we're gonna get to my next tip this is number four and number four and number five are kind of related. So I'll talk about both of them at once. But first one here is when you work out, please wear clothes that you feel good in. I think what you wear when you work out is one of the most important things to your confidence. And I probably should have put this as my number one tip because I don't know why I feel so strongly about it, but I do. I think it goes back to that idea I was talking about earlier of the gym and our workouts, wherever it is, being a place that is very appearance focused. Like whether we like it or not, 
There are mirrors everywhere. There are people everywhere. And if we want to work out effectively, we have to look at ourselves and we have to, you know, look at other people and allow them to look at us. And there's just all of these appearance-based things when you're working out, right? If you don't feel good in what you're wearing and what you look like when you're working out, then I don't care how great your workout plan is. I don't care how experienced you are. You are not going to have a good workout because you are going to be so in your head about how you look and how uncomfortable your clothes are or whatever it may be that you're just not going to be focused on the right things and your confidence is going to take a huge hit. So I have found, and I found this really early on, that there are certain types of workout clothes that I really love and that I feel confident in, and there are so many different types of workout clothes that I feel terrible in. I mean, I could go into a whole episode on sports bras, and I know that not everyone wants to hear me talk about sports bras, but let me just tell you, I feel so self-conscious in probably 90% of sports bras that are sold today. I think, you know, this is probably getting TMI, but here's the thing. I am not one of those girlies who is flat, you know? And sometimes I really wish I was because that would make my life so much easier in so many ways. But in the world of workouts and sports bras, it makes my life so much more difficult. Now, I know a lot of women who look like me and are able to just rock these sports bras, no problem, and they feel great and they look great. And I'm like, yes, go off, queen, do your thing. But I'm over here wearing the same kind of sports bra, feeling absolutely awful, like literally pulling it up every two seconds, feeling like I am so exposed. Like, I just hate the feeling. And that is why I have found that I can only wear, for the most part, like higher neck sports bras. Um, And if I wear one that's lower, like I have to be doing something that is not going to be super high intensity, if you know what I mean. That's just something I've found that is personal for me. And even today, like I will try these sports bras that everyone else is wearing and they all look so cute and, you know, I want to look like that too, but then I just feel terrible the whole time and it really affects my workout. So that's my thing. Whatever your thing is, listen to that and don't be afraid to buy clothes that you feel good in. It might not be what everyone else is wearing and that's okay. I think that's something you just have to get over if you want to have a good workout you got to be focused on how you feel. And if you feel good, then you're going to be more likely to think you look good. And if you think you look good, then you're going to have a great workout. Your confidence is going to be up. Just invest in clothes that you feel your best in. I think if you're newer to the gym or you're starting something new in your routine and you're not really sure if you're super committed yet, definitely don't feel like you have to invest in like Lululemon or anything like that. I love Amazon. They have so many inexpensive workout clothes that are oftentimes like Lululemon dupes, honestly. And I still buy a lot of those because I just, I love the price and I think that they are really cute. So even if you're experienced and you've been going for a while, Amazon has great options. TJ Maxx, Marshalls, all of those have great options. Um, But of course, if you want something really high quality that's going to last you a long time, then definitely check out 
some of the higher end stuff out there too. Um, really whatever works for you. Just have clothes that make you feel good. Okay. Next tip that kind of goes along with this is that while you're working out, you have to make sure that you're listening to something that also makes you feel good. I have music on here written down as the tip, but I realize that not everyone loves listening to music when they work out. And honestly, I'm not judging, but I also wonder how can people work out without listening to music? I have so much respect, honestly, for people who just rock their workout without any kind of headphones or who listen to podcasts the entire time. Like, oh my gosh, if I had to do that, I don't think I would get anything done. Like I wouldn't be able to push myself. I would not be able to get through any kind of workout because it is my music that is like so much of my motivation and confidence in the gym. It's crazy. Maybe I'm just also a big music person, but whatever it is for you, I think finding what works and listening to whatever makes you feel good is so, so important for your confidence. I actually spend time every now and then just sitting down and I kind of call it like playlist time and I will make new playlists on Spotify just for my workouts. Sometimes I will use the like Spotify generated playlists that are like running mix made for you and from what I've found those mixes are basically just a bunch of songs you've listened to before that they think might be good for running or something like that. So it's good music. Um, If you're looking for something easy, that's something you can do. But I sometimes go in and manually make my own playlists that I listen to a lot. Um, I do end up listening to like the same five songs for months at a time. And then when I finally realize I've been doing that for too long and get tired of the songs, that's when I sit down and have my playlist time and make something new. But whatever works for you, I think find music that you love, that motivates you, that makes you feel confident and listen to that while you work out or podcasts. If you're a big podcast person, you know, you can listen to this podcast while you work out. I think I would die if I had to listen to my own podcast while I worked. Oh my God. I'm just having this vision right now. I'm sorry. Can you imagine? Oh, listening to yourself. Yeah, no. (laughs) not happening for me. But if you enjoy this podcast and feel like it could motivate you in the gym, then go for it. I have no idea how you could do that, but please do. Anyways, that is my tip. (laughs) Find something you like to listen to and listen to it in the gym. Moving on. Okay. (laughs) Next tip is to just follow basic gym etiquette and have common sense in the gym, and that's going to help your confidence a lot. If you read up on gym etiquette, if you purchase my like $3 document in my shop online, that is all about gym etiquette, genuinegains.com, you can find it on there, you will be golden. I feel like a lot of times people who are new to the gym lack confidence because they don't necessarily understand what the proper etiquette is. They don't necessarily know like, okay, like how close can I get to people? Can I use a piece of equipment that has something next to it? Like, you know, all of these little things that you probably don't even consciously think about can absolutely affect your confidence levels if you're new and just don't really know what the etiquette is. So just you know, do some reading up on that. That can help a lot. That's a more basic tip, but I think it's worth mentioning because 
gym etiquette is very important and people will appreciate you for having it. So that's a quick tip. Wow, I just started going off like on a little essay here in my notes. So I think I'm going to combine a lot of these last tips into one. Um, I'm going to start with what I have at the top here, which is simply to recognize that no one really cares about you and what you're doing at the gym as much as you think they do. And I know we all hear this and we're like, yeah, yeah, like whatever, people don't care. But it's really, it's hard to believe it, I will admit. Like when you're in a gym, even if you know, like no one probably cares, everyone's focused on themselves, there's just this weird feeling that sometimes you cannot shake, that everyone's watching you, that everyone's judging you, that you're doing everything wrong, that you look stupid, the list goes on. And so I just want you to know, I get that. And I'm saying this and kind of laughing at myself because it's a really, really hard one to actually believe. But for me, what has helped me the most in believing this is going and continuing to go and continuing to put myself in those uncomfortable situations and prove to myself like, hey, no one really cares. Most of the time, people are not going to talk to you unless they're complimenting you or you're in their way or they want the piece of equipment you're using. All of the things that I think we're all worried about people talking to us about are most of the time just not going to happen. And if they do in the rare occasion, I would just say, really take a moment to ask yourself, like, is that your problem or is it their problem? Because I'll give you the answer. It's definitely their problem. If they are coming up to you saying something rude, like, wow, that says a lot more about them than it does about you. And they really need to get a life and focus on their own workouts. Because I'm sure you could say plenty of mean stuff back to them. And I mean, I'm not going to tell you you should, but if someone comes at you, I would just say, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Anyway, that should rarely happen. And honestly, I've been very lucky that that hasn't happened to me. I'm, I got a knock on wood because now I'm like, oh, great, I'm asking for it. But I still worry about it. I do. I think the way, though, as I said, to get through it is to just keep showing up because really it's the consistency that builds confidence more than anything. You're not going to build up confidence in any area of life unless you just go face first into the discomfort and allow yourself to feel it. And that first time you go to the gym or do whatever it is you need to do is going to feel really scary and tough. But after you do that, you're going to see that the next time is easier and the next time after that is even easier. And yeah, we all have our bad days and we're all going to have times where we just do not feel confident no matter how much we've been going or what we know. But for the most part, you have to look at the bigger picture and the trend and see that the more you go, the more you put yourself in that situation, the more your confidence is going to grow and the more you're going to see that no one actually cares. Everyone should be focused on their own workout. And hopefully, if they're not focused on their own workout, they are admiring you or, you know, just wanting to use your equipment maybe. <laughs> but anyways, that kind of all goes together. I just, I think it's so important to remember no one really cares. And all of the stuff that we have in our head it's really just that. It's in our head. We all like to think of ourselves as the main character, which, you know, we should. We are the main character of our own life. And I love the main character energy, the main character movement, if you will. But when it turns toxic like that, it's no longer very helpful. And we have to remember that. 
we are not the main character in everyone else's life. And that should be a relief. Okay, I think I'm coming to the end of my tips. I only have a couple more that I want to point out. Uh, The first is to just remember your why when you're going to the gym to help with your confidence. This, again, kind of goes off of what I just was saying, but I think something else that can really help you if you're feeling like you're unworthy of being in that space or working on yourself is remembering why you're here to do it and just the plain fact that you are just as entitled to the space and the equipment to work out as every other person in that space. There is nothing that they can do that you can't do or use If you're paying for a gym, if you're paying for a workout class, then you have the exact same rights as everyone else there. So make sure that you remember that and don't go out of your way to try and just cater exclusively to other people and forego your own needs and your own health in the process. Like I know people who have just left the gym when it's too busy because they feel like they won't be able to do anything they want to do and they're feeling let down and like... Other people deserve that space more than they do. And I get it. That's frustrating when it's a crowded gym. Your plan doesn't go how you want it to or whatever. But please do not let that like get to your confidence and make you think that you should not be there. You definitely have just as much of a right as other people. And some people will not necessarily agree with that. Some people definitely are entitled and will just hog equipment and will have zero gym etiquette and they're the ones who really need to be listening to this episode and looking at gym etiquette but that's besides the point when you're thinking about yourself and your own confidence just remember you have as much right to that space as they do and you know it's it's you it's your health and whatever your why is whether it is just how you feel or you have an aesthetic goal or a number goal you're trying to hit like it's super valid it's just as valid as everyone else's why and that space is just as much yours as it is theirs okay that was that was that tip last tip And this is, I guess, I don't even know if this is a tip, but I just want to end the episode with a little anecdote because I think I really just want to reiterate the point that this whole confidence journey when it comes to our physical health, and honestly, life, I would argue, it's not linear and it is a journey, not a destination. I think it's really important to recognize that there is always going to be something that you feel a lack of confidence in when it comes to your fitness journey. I have been lifting weights for several years. I've been running for quite some time on and off. I've been doing yoga since I was 15 and I still feel self-conscious frequently in all of those different kinds of exercise for various reasons. And I mean, so you can imagine when I'm trying something new, it's a different kind of self-doubt creeping in for sure. But even with the things I've been doing forever, I still feel a lack of confidence. And that is just me telling you, like, I'm not trying to (laughs) make you depressed and think that, oh, great, there's never any getting out of this. But it's more just the realism behind it that there is always going to be something that you're struggling with. And that's okay to admit and to allow yourself to feel. So my most recent example that I can share with you is 
so this might feel kind of specific, but something I have been realizing at the gym lately is that there is a very specific exercise. Well, there are a few specific exercises that I just shy away from every single time I go to the gym. I like lifting weights. I like lifting heavy things. I love squatting. I love a good bench press. Deadlifting though, I hate it. And I just feel like I am so bad at it. Every time I do it, I just feel weak. I feel like I can't lift much. I feel too short for it. If you know anything about deadlifting, I mean, it's it's tough if you're short. At least for me, it's tough because <laughs> I'm short. Um, and I just feel like I don't have the strength to pick a heavy bar up off the ground. And like my little legs cannot handle it. So <laughs> that's just me. And I think a lot of that is in my head for sure. But I shy away from even trying to deadlift in the gym because I am so worried that my form sucks. I'm going to not be able to lift much compared to all of the other things that I've been practicing for years. I am going to be judged by everyone. People are going to come up to me and make mean comments and I'm just going to look terrible. Like all of these things go through my head. And the other day was the first time I really came to terms with those thoughts I had about deadlifting. And I went to the gym that day and I did it. And it was not, (laughs) don't get me wrong, it was not my best, okay? (laughs) I'm not standing here saying like, oh yeah, I, you know, hit a PR, but I definitely struggled and I still did it because I realized that, yeah, I was feeling a lack of confidence toward this that was keeping me away from doing it for months and months, but I saw that this exercise could have a lot of benefits for me and I wanted to give it a try and not let my confidence issues get in the way of me at least trying. And I did and I was very nervous and felt like I was being judged the entire time. I don't know if I was or not, but afterwards I felt slightly better about it than I did before I had done it. And now I'm thinking, oh, I'll do it again this week. And that's as simple as it is. I mean, it's not simple at all, but (laughs) it was crazy to me that after just pushing myself to do that one exercise I had been avoiding for so long, I got this new renewed feeling of, okay, like still is not my favorite thing ever, but I could do that again next time. That's a really cool feeling. And that goes to my prior point that the only way you're going to get over your confidence issues is by facing that discomfort head on, whatever it means, whether it's walking into a gym, trying a new exercise, doing something that you avoid because you think you're bad at it or are going to be judged. The only way to feel good enough to do it is to do it. And, you know, the confidence is gained through it, not before it. So that's something I've been struggling with. Again, very specific, but it's a story I wanted to share because, again, I don't have it all figured out and I still struggle with my own confidence issues, my own body image issues, which body image, whew, that could be like a 10-episode series, honestly, and I would love to talk more about my own body image journey, especially at the gym and things like that because 
that has also gone through a lot. I kind of alluded to it when I was talking about clothing and stuff, but there's a lot more there that I could get into. So I might do a future episode on that as well. If anyone's interested, please let me know. I also really appreciate all of the suggestions and the feedback that I've been getting um, from some people individually, DMs, emails, things like that. Thank you so much because it honestly does not go unnoticed. It helps me so much because I sometimes get in my own little head, like, I don't know what anyone thinks or what people want or what people like. So hearing some direct feedback is so helpful. So keep that coming. If there's anything I mentioned in this episode that you want me to talk more about, let me know. If there's anything that I did not mention that you want me to talk about, let me know. I've got a lot more episodes planned around physical health, fitness, things of that nature. So don't worry, those are coming. But I wanted to do this episode and give it the justice it deserves because, again, I just think it's such an important topic and something that I think holds so many people back from getting out there and really making the most of their fitness journey. So I hope these tips helped you wherever you're at in your journey. I hope you can feel a little more inspired to take charge and know once again, that you are deserving of taking care of yourself and that whatever your reason for it is, it's valid, it's enough. Wherever you go to work out, you belong there, you deserve to take up space there. And the only way that you will get through some of your lack of confidence is by just facing it. So with that in mind, thank you again. Let me know what you think and I will talk to you in my next episode next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and feel so inclined, it would mean the world if you left a rating and a review. For more physical and mental health resources to help you get those gains, check out my website at GenuineGains.com and my Instagram and TikTok, both at GenuineGains. Until next time, stay genuine!